What is up, guys? Welcome to an episode of uh, Packer Up, boys. Before we get into it, make sure to give the great Justin Horro a follow on Instagram and also follow the Levels Network on Instagram, at Levels Network. Uh, you'll find Horro's page, the Scope on Instagram as well, Willie Mason, plus Levels Network on all good podcasting apps. You will find their show, Willie Mason and Scope. They talk footy, they do a, a round review and then a round preview. Make sure to subscribe to it. It's really good because there's a different, very different angle to Bloke in a Bar. So you listen to Blokes, Potties and, and you know, our breakdown of games, then go listen to the big OG, Willie Mason and Scope. It's very different, a different angle on rugby league. So make sure to subscribe. But as usual, let's get straight into it, baby. Just a bloke in a bar. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Packer Up, boys. We are back this week, powered by Bloke Beer. Get in your local. It's Friday. You're in the car on the home on the way home to work. You've been working all week. Make sure to stop in your local. Grab a case of Bloke Beer. The footy is on tonight. Footy all weekend. This is the beer of rugby league. So check our store locator on our website. We're in every celebrations in New South Wales and Queensland and ACT. We're in hundreds of stores across Queensland, New South Wales, ACT and Victoria. So put your postcode in. Support your local. Grab a case of Bloke beer also tonight if you're in cairns right now or close to cairns we will be at gilligan's for our last live show of our regional tour powered by ringers western there's still merch available on ringers western website plus on monday the second half of the drop is happening monday i'm pretty sure 6 p.m oh, sorry 7 p.m new south wales time 6 p.m queensland time we've got first ever bloke trucker hats as well as um some new country bloke shirts so make sure to check that out guys but uh i'm stoked because I got the great, the one, the only, Sir Scopius here. The V. How you going, brother? <laughs> Thanks for having me on, brother. I appreciate it. Is this just a, a prop? Or can I crack No, can you I can crack, crack that. that 100% you can crack that. And uh, the and, midi's uh, been going wild too. And can I also come to Gilligan's with you? <laughs> uh, yeah, yes, you can. Yes, you can. I'm a bit intimidated because people have been talking to Gilligan's like it's bloody... It's like a... Oh, you've never been? Yeah, I've never been. Oh, sick. They're talking like it's Project X, the movie. Do you yeah. remember Project X? With the uh, Kid Cudi, Day and Night yep, yep. song. That, one of the best high school movies of all time. All though. time. Yeah. And people are like, man, Gilligan's is crazy. I might have to walk in with a headgear and a mouth guard. Yeah, we, um, I went to Gilligan's uh, for a footy trip away, Premier League. Whoopsie. Um, this is back in the day. So this is, uh, my gang was like, the goat, Jeremy Lattimore. Oh, yeah. Um, Jimmy oh, yeah. Maloney. Little, oh, stop l- it. Little Daniel Mortimer. Ange Some Mitchell. real undercover dogs. Yeah, just undercover dogs. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we got, we, I, I actually fractured my foot. The week of, no, um, chucked a cast on, still flew up there. <laughs> for and, and, the, and the boys pushed me around in a trolley <laughs> all around Cairns for three days. <laughs> for resies. Yeah. And they let you go. Yeah, they weren't happy. But oh. I also wasn't on, actually, I hadn't even secured uh, a contract for at that point because it was straight after Mad Monday. We just played, finished playing the season. So. Yeah, I didn't have a contract, so I'm like, yeah, no one's holding me back. I just went. <laughs> and so it was what, a mad Monday, mad weekend? Yeah, mad weekend, like yeah. footy trip away, put yeah. together. Mm. Um, yeah, so it was like the week after the season, and then we went, yeah, I feel like we went, it Was actually, we had a pretty big week, because we went to Newcastle, John O'Wright's place, and that's where I like fractured my foot. What'd you do? What were you doing? Uh, wrestling uh, Latte, Jeremy Lattimore at the front of uh, Fanny's. <laughs> That'll do club. it to you. That'll do it to you. <laughs> Stepped off the gutter, fractured my foot, oh. and it must have been a week later, actually, because that... I would because I went to hospital, um, senior physio, then had to get the plaster around it. So it would have been the following week. What was the swelling like when you took it off? Yeah, it was awful. <laughs> like it was all bruised. It was. I did my fourth and fifth metatarsal, and I'm in the um. And we're in the cab and we're on the way home. We're heading back, and you can imagine what little Jimmy Maloney would be like in the, oh, in, in the back parrot. of the cab. So I'm sitting there going, "Boys, this is no good." Yeah, yeah, it's I mean, actually something. Yeah. 
the alcohol's starting to wear off. Like I'm in all sorts here. Yeah. And uh, and Jimmy's going, settle down, bro. You know, stop carrying <laughs> on. And then so I went, we went to bed that night. I chucked some ice on it. Mm. We're in Newcastle. So, yeah, didn't even think, you know, going to hospital or seeing anyone. Woke up in the morning, it's throbbing. <laughs> I go to the boys, We've got to, you've got to get me home. I've got to go straight to see our physio, Vic. Yep. She goes, I think you've broken it. So, which is, in my head, I was happy yep. that I wasn't carrying on. Oh, yeah, so yeah, like yeah. Least, vindicated. You know, yeah, yeah, it was vindicated. I could yeah. tell Jimmy, like, no, nah, I did fracture it. Yeah, and you're a dog for fucking yeah. not, having, not caring about me. Yeah, and then I, uh, I managed to get a contract missed. With Parry in the end. I don't know how I got that in the end, actually. But, uh, yeah, six months I missed. Um, Far, yeah. Six months? Six months all up. Yeah, it just didn't heal properly because... You were I, getting I, after it. I was getting... I'm a dog. <laughs> I'm a dog. You know, like, I, I, was, I was in Cairns a week later pushing around Bro, on the trolley at Gilligan's. So. You know what's funny is, like, when you look back on some of the decisions you made as a younger player, you're like, you are an idiot. Like, yeah. that's your career. You're yeah. a professional. But when you're young, you don't give a, f you just want to get out there and get amongst it. Well, you train so hard, Kempi, mm. right? So, mm. you know, you go through the week to week and, uh, you know, people say, you know, footy players have got it easy, but those training sessions, pre-seasons are hard. So when you get an opportunity to be a dog, yeah, you take advantage you of take it. You take a massive advantage and, of it. And I, did, and I did. I I when I look back on it now, like as yeah, everyone yeah, wises up as they get older, mm. I definitely could have made more out of my career if I had um, had the attention to details, in particular the players have now. They're mm. so good, like yeah. chalk and cheese. They're so much better educated than we yeah. were. We had no idea. We were just yeah. playing footy pretty much and ripping in. Nutrition and everything, not just yeah. alcohol, you know, yeah. like how they, you know, what they eat, um, yeah. hydration, everything, the minor details. Yeah. They're unbelievable yeah. now. Um, it's uh, like, Physios must just be like, seriously, these idiots. <laughs> like, these are a bunch of Neanderthals. Yeah. Because the dumbest stuff we do. And also, the misconception I would love to dispel. People that think that, like, we rock up and you do fitness for two hours and you go home and that's what a preseason is. Yeah. No, no, it's, a full, it's literally, we do the same hours as a full-time job, sometimes more. So you'll rock up at 6.30, even though training's not till 7.30. From yep. 6.30 till 7.30, you're stretching, you're doing your extras, like passing, all that, like, as a winger, you yep, go out mobility. and do pass off the deck, mobility, yep, everything. Extras. Then you're training for at least two to three hours, most likely three hours. You've got your you know, ball session, you've got your sprints and whatever. Then you'll go back to the club because you're usually training away from where the club is. You go back to the club, you'll have a feed, uh, you'll start stretching in that again. You will Then you'll start mobility for weights. Um, actually, it, it'll rotate. So whilst the backs are doing mobility for weights, uh, the forwards yep. may be doing like video it session. It might even be like proper yoga or Pilates. Yeah. Like a full on proper a session. session. A where session. you're sweating up. Yeah. Uh, then you swap over. Then you swap over. Then you'll go in, you'll do your weights, get absolute like, not, not normal weights that you see down your local gym. Mm. Weights where you are fucking sweating your ring out and it's tough sesh. Um, and then after that, you'll probably have video. Yeah. Then you'll have a bit of massage and then you'll go home. Yeah. Like that. So you're at home at about... Like some of the Storm boys, they would go get in there at seven, they'd get home at about five o'clock, yeah. which is fine. I'm not complaining about it at yeah. all, like for sure. That was Parramatta for me because mm. we had the Storm system when Steve Kearney and Brad Arthur come, mm. uh, but Manly, we were home by one. One by, home by one? <laughs> so but you started at six, so hey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Manly, okay. we, had the, we had the old school Old devs. school mentality? Yeah, yeah. Okay. School. But yeah, yeah, pretty similar to Melbourne. Like, yeah. That's a full day. But there wouldn't be that there at Manly now. Mm. That no, was, no way. This is like- No clubs do that anymore. Nah. This yeah. is the end of the OGs. Yeah. Like that that was the end of it. Like we were the last, like those old boys were the yeah. proper last old school style of training. Yeah, for sure. Um, but so it was still hard in that four to five oh, hours. That you did. And that's the thing with the old school guys is like, there was, 
when you're ripping and tearing, you're ripping and tearing. There's no fucking half, one foot in, one foot out. You're out there absolutely going after it, and then you get home. Um, but yes, yeah, so, and not complaining at all. Like privilege to be able to do it. Hundred percent. But just to so, some people think that it's not a full time job. It's it's a legit like full time yeah. job, and it's super hard all the time. Um, I actually over when I was traveling Europe, so I went over to Europe. Uh, beautiful trip. You know, I love love. I know you love love. Yeah. Is it? Is it? Um, what's what's your missus' nickname? It's Mush. Noosh. Noosh. Baba Ganoosh. I called her Mush. Mush. Mush will do. <laughs> mush will do. Yeah, mush will do. <laughs> noosh. noosh. So Baba Ganoosh. So I know you love love. But anyway, I went over to Europe <laughs> and it was just beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. The whole time. I, only, I think I only got a bit crook once for about three days and then I was good. Um, anyway, we get basically to the last leg. I'm talking last, like, probably last week, maybe five days. And get to London, get our hotel room, pack everything down, call up room service. Anyway, the room service who walks in, as he walks in, I kick my toe on the side of the bed, but not a little baby kick, fucking kick of doom, like yeah. kick of death, <laughs> yeah. kick my toe. Anyway, so I'm, I didn't want to be a cat to the, the room service dude. So I, you know, then once like- Yeah, yeah, whip it in, whip it in, suck oh, it up. Fuck. Anyway, um, and so he gets out and that's when I can be like, oh, but you know, like my toe or whatever. And I was like, oh, this, and then, you know, when you hit something, you go, this is like, not good. Like yeah. this is, this is not a baby one where it's like, I'm soaking about it. This is, but I'm, I'm always of the mind. I want to not be a complainer. So I yeah. don't say anything yeah. anyway. Like I, so I'm limping, I'm going, okay. Usually this would be cleared up by two or three hours. You'd stop limping, limping, limping. Next day, I wake up, it's completely ballooned. We're in Europe. So I can't just sit <laughs> in bed all day. Yeah. And so for the next four days, I limped around fucking London and Singapore with a, a broken toe, got back and yeah, she was broken. And yeah. she was rattled for, she didn't get good until five weeks, I'd say. Yeah. Took a good five weeks to get good. And since then you've been getting after it though. Exactly, exactly. And so the power that was building up in that time yeah. has been unfucking leashed. It's been unleashed. <laughs> And, and no, you're right, bro. That's exactly what I was saying too before about even with Jimmy Mullaney, if I wasn't in the back, you never want to show. It's like the footy mentality too. You don't want to show weakness. Ever. Don't be a don't be a coward, soft, weak cat. <laughs> oh my toe, oh my neck. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like especially fuck. when it's toe. Eh? Yeah, it's a toe, it's and also foot. like shut up, man. Like, are you dead? Nah. Your toe's sweet. If it's not sweet, I think that's a very footy thing, though. Yeah, it is. Like, you can, like, have a dislocated shoulder and the boys will be like, shut up, bro. Like, just get through it. Well, you know what I've been uh, – we talked about it on the potty just with, with me and Mace talking about cheese. Yeah. He's clearly – I haven't, like, spoke to him at all, mm. even though, you know, we're, we're close enough with cheese where you could reach out. He's clearly playing with, I, I believe, fractured ribs, and I've had that before mm. as well. Mm. I've, if you've done your rib – you've done rib cartilage before oh. and you've, like – it is torture, bro, for yeah. about five to six weeks mm. at least. And then it sort of never really gets right. And it's purely a pain injury too. Because it's not going to get worse, nah. but it just fucking hurts. Exactly. And you can play through it, but shit, it hurts. And you can see Cheese is still going through that now. Yeah. So. And he's still getting after it. Yeah. Which is and he mad. was unreal on the weekend. He was so good. He changed the game. Mm. Without him, they don't win, I reckon. Yep. Um, oh, speaking of broken ribs, it was so... It's one of those ones where the, the trainer and physio, they have to tread carefully because... They tell you, basically they can't say don't be soft, mm. but at the same time they're saying, look, it can't get any worse. It's just up to how much pain you can handle. Yeah. And as a bloke, you're like, so what you're saying is, is if I don't play, I'm a cat. And it's universal that everyone knows that in the locker room. Exactly. Because like, they won't go and say it, but they'll go like, oh, he's got, he's done his rib cartilage. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh yeah, you can play on that. Yeah. And so, so then, you're gone. And they don't go, yeah, you should play. They just go, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 Just let you know. And you're just gone. Fuck. 
<laughs> so I was at the Bronx and I, um, I've sp- told this story before, but so I broke six ribs and my lung collapsed. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I, I played for like 10 to 15 minutes after. It was so fucking painful. Stayed on the field. Um, and I got into the changing room. And because like I'm a winger that looks the way I do, like I don't look tough. <laughs> anyway, so, bro, I'm in the underneath Suncorp. First of all, when I, when I walked off the back, they threw the water bottle on the ground. Like, they didn't even like, are oh, you okay, Kempi? Because, like, I stayed on and then it was like, they scored a try on us. And yeah. I was like, I've got to come off these ribs. I don't know what's going on, right? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so I walked off the back by myself, walked up. They threw the bottle on the ground. I was like, what the hell? And so I went underneath, go into the doctor's room. And the, I, don't, I think it was the doctor. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, I'm in so much pain, like, rah, rah. And he was like, look, Cracked ribs, like, you shouldn't be this, nothing's like that bad. Like, mm. you're fine, you're good to go. Basically, mm. like, he's like, just give him some Panadol, he'd be sweet. I was like, I couldn't breathe. I'm like, mm. I can't breathe. So yeah. he's basically calling me a cat. Yeah. And I'm going, Fuck, look, I'm not Shane Webkey, but I'm not a cat. <laughs> I'm not a fucking cat. Yeah. Anyway, I was like, give me something, rah, rah. Then the hospital, come, like, the ambulance comes. Get to the, um, get to the hospital then so they take me straight to hospital they get the scans and they come in they're like oh you've got um three broken ribs and i was like okay sweet all good anyway actually just a quick side note i was so fit such a dog that <laughs> the, it kept beeping on the heart monitor because my resting heart rate was too low <laughs> just just a side that's note a bad, that's uh, a nice side i'm note. a dog you gotta throw that out there yeah had to throw that out there that's just fact that's too. good nick that's, that's good nick. yeah too. yeah anyway so um <laughs> so they kept rushing in being like oh you're right and i'm like i'm just a dog <laughs> <laughs> anyway so they send me home they're like oh you know like um you'll be all good rah rah okay yep sweet go home get back with one of my ex-misses a thousand ex-misses ago go to sleep watch the tv wake back up the next morning i'm driving into training and either driving into training or we're driving somewhere together. And she was like, I was laughing and I was like, oh, stop, stop, like, stop. I'm, I'm feeling a bit uh, like wheezy from yeah, it. Yeah. Anyway, so I went to, they like, got to Broncos training. They're like, look, here's the, you know, the uh, referral, go down. And just, we just want to get a CT scan to check whether just everything's okay. I get in there, CT scan, they, the doctor literally comes sprinting out. He's like, you need to get to a doctor right now. Mm. Your lungs collapsed. Fucking and I'm going, what the hell? So I get straight to a doctor. They, they re-scan everything. That's like, it's actually, we missed some of the ribs. It's not three, it's six broken ribs. Yeah. One's like fully snapped and your lungs collapsed. So that's like insert on this side. That to insert um, like a, like a, uh, a, not a pipe, a um, tube yeah. that like re-inflates the lung. Yeah. And you got to be in there for like two to three nights. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm an idiot. This was my fault. The first one was my fault. I came back. So I just like, when you're young and you're on the fringes, you just want to keep your spot. Yeah. So I came back three weeks later, uh, idiot, and got through 70 minutes of the game. I think I got needled up to play. I'm not sure. Maybe not. Got through 70 minutes of the game and the whole time this is playing Yui, they just kept saying, go for his ribs, go for his ribs, because they knew there's no way that he could be recovered by then. Yeah. Anyway, got an inside ball off... Uh, Lockie? Yeah. Is it is it jo- Stimson? Not Stimson. Remember the- Steve Simpson? Yes, the big, big, no, he's big. he's a dog. He's Steve a dog. Simpson's a dog. Bro, he fucking jammed me in the ribs. Yeah. Boom, ribs yeah. gone again. He was he as rough as this, mate. Mate, Steve so big and strong. Absolutely jammed me. Anyway, but then for the rest of the year, then I was like a bit- Then that, it came, it was like this weird dance with the club where like the trainer would always be like, oh, you know, you can play like, oh, yeah. you know, like don't be a cat kind of thing. Didn't yeah. say that, yeah, but yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. the vibe I was getting. And so I would go and play, I'd get needle up and then the needle would wear up, wear off in like the 60, 70th minute. 
and I, and I'd go down in pain like oh my god like can't, yeah. I can't continue and, and eventually it started getting to this weird environment where they were thinking that I was just cutting it you know when you get that yeah. vibe some players get that vibe with clubs where the clubs just think they're cutting it mm. and so I put my foot down I said I'm not fucking playing one more game until I get every scan, scan possible yeah. this was like right at the end of the year finally get a scan like a proper scan again because I hadn't got a scan since the first one yeah. CT scan there's still a crack in my ribs the whole year and I was like far out and that was like such an example of you want to be tough yeah and it's good that they push you to your edge yep. but that was one where we got it wrong well actually then i went back to the club <laughs> went back to the club a few years later we are uh, so i strained my hamstring in round one and and it was just like a little tweak yeah and it was either round two or three and i think he was pushing me because i was about to get put, called back into first grade yeah anyway we did this um like a fitness test you know the fitness test did the fitness test before like two days before or whatever well like a beep oh yes like sorry yeah, no fitness uh, test. Yeah, to yep. see if i was good to go you, the you, you run a few laps going yep. back 70 80 percent 90 percent. see how i was going yeah anyway like i was really umming and ahhing i was like oh man i just don't know i just don't know and so i was with the assistant trainer at that stage and he was much more personable and much understood me a bit better he's yeah. he's, he's actually quite high now the other the head trainer he pulled me aside and basically like dressed me down and basically yeah. said I had a bad attitude. Yeah. Anyway, so I was like, oh, okay, sweet. I'll play, I'll play. Yeah. Bro, roll in warm up, boom, hammy gone out for six to eight weeks. Full hammy gone. Like, yeah. like you know what I mean? <clears throat> Whereas if I looked hard and tough or whatever, yeah. they would never question what I would, you know what I mean? They wouldn't question yeah, it. Yeah, no, like, oh, yeah, I know what you're saying. Look, it's at, at the end of the day, this, everyone sort of, they put, players like that through all the time. I, I had a crack sternum um, in, in under 20, same thing. I was oh. like, man, I'm fucking, you know, you go get it. And they, they sort of try to, uh, same thing, without telling you uh, you shouldn't be playing. Like, it's up to you, basically. Yeah. You go and play in the last, like, 15 minutes, someone runs straight at it, oh. big bear hug, cracked it, missed another four weeks or whatever. Oh, mate. If, so it's hard. It's hard to balance. Because I understand, I'm not, like, um, saying it's wrong that they do that. And because you want to play as well. You want to play. And also, like, to play NRL, you need to be pushed to your limits. Yes. To your complete edges. Otherwise, everyone would do it. Like, not everyone, but there's it weeds out people who aren't capable. 100%. 100%. But then you get sometimes where you get pushed too far. Yeah. And you fucking... Because that's one thing in my career I think I, I should have been more firm on, like, you know what? Take the time off you need to recover. Get yep. back. If you don't stay in the first grade side, that's fine. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what, like, guys like Wayne are really good. Like, they'll reassure you... Even if you're not going to come back into first grade, they'll reassure you, like, look, go back to reserve grade. If you play well, you'll get your crack again. Whereas yeah. some other coaches don't communicate that well with no, you. No, especially back in those days. Oh, man. I'd, I'd imagine it'd be better now because Surely. there's so much scrutiny around the game. Yeah. And it's in particular with the HIA, because remember, like, even the thought process around HIAs, bro, like, if you got, if you got like, knocked out, it's just you expected to play. You're you a get cat knocked, if you You'd get knocked out at training, bang, go see the physio for a little bit. If you, if you, you know, come back, you've got your consciousness back straight back out there yep. training. So they're very careful with it now. And it's why you've got to have a strong squad to, to win a competition because teams, you know, you can't win a competition with without a strong 25 to 28. You honestly um, can't. Uh, squad members these days, I, yep. I believe. Well, I mean, look how strong the, like, the Panthers squad has been. They've been really fortunate with injury, but like their squad is crazy strong. Yep. Like got so much depth in the outside backs. Uh, O'Sullivan could come in and pick up those games that they you know may have dropped in other seasons and he's gone to the Dolphins now he's three for three yeah um, you got Hopgood who wasn't like he's one of Parra's best to start the year easy. he just couldn't even get a run at couldn't all. even get a run mm. um, I would love to know because I feel like with the Panthers their injury they barely get injured 
Yeah, they've got a good system out Whereas there. Whereas like some other clubs <laughs> get decimated. And so I just wonder like, you know, I know a lot of it is luck. I'm not, I'm not trying to say it's not. But clearly Panthers are doing something right. Yeah. I, I, have you been out to their facilities no. out there? It's next level. Really? Like the fields, <clears throat> the, um, the gym setup that they've got there. I believe that plays a little part. Also, they always, I believe teams that play with high intensity and mm. playing games where they're going all out. I, th- I think the best possible way to, to prevent injury is going as hard as possible as much as you can. Mm. Teams that, like, you look at teams that get injured, like, you know, just say, um, you. I, I believe you sometimes you find a lot of injuries happen to teams that are maybe getting blown out by 20 mm. and they sort of just start putting the handbrake up, start trying to get through the game. Um, you know, teams down the bottom, you know, potentially, like, if you look at the teams down the bottom who haven't had the best facilities, the West Tigers got their new centre of excellence. Mm. Hopefully that helps out. But, mm. yeah, I've always found that teams down the bottom are just not playing in those um, high-intensity games. Mm. Because, like, Talon May, I think he's the first – could you check this? It's the first ACL in five years at the club. Bro, you can't fucking – you take one step at any other club you have getting an ACL. Yeah, for sure. It must be, it has something to do it's with facilities be. in the field then, for sure. It's got to be something to do with their, their program. Yeah. Sure, like, I just – it's been nearly four years now. Mm. And, like, the longest they've had, like, even, even like, uh, Cleary, he played – he needed a Rico, got through the year. And then, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, oh, Bizarre. I, I think Bizzy did his ankle but missed – like um, five or six weeks at yeah. one point after Origin, but still come back for the finals yep. and won the GF. So good. Whatever they're doing out there, it's absolutely amazing. Yeah, um, yeah it was first regular first grader in the last five years. That's that's absolutely that's wild. That's some squads have got three. Yeah, absolutely wild. Um, but speaking of uh, footy, we've got uh, actually mm. Kempy's BYO. So rugby league extra markets. If you go to Sportsbet, Kempy's BYO uh, curse breaking. Um, bet so you got 2023 this season obviously Brisbane Broncos win the next five games rounds four to eight included paying four bucks you what's can the uh, can you run us through the schedule what's the do you feel the pressure on a market like this pe- personally well I actually four bucks is quite tight if I'm yeah. being honest yeah I'm being honest with it and look I yeah. could like obviously we're partners with sports bet now yeah. they're, they're part of the, after the punters though I want to look after the punters yeah and, and sport bet they're part of the family now yeah, and I'm part yeah. of their family yeah. but four bucks is pretty tight for a like that five means in a row. five in a row but that means that they go eight in a row they must have a they must have a pretty soft it's draw. not too like yeah look, I, got, I got a fire yeah Matty what do you got Dolphins yep t- Tigers yep Raiders yep. Titans yep Eels so Raiders and Eels are tough ooh yeah Raiders are dogs. They're dogs. Yeah. They'll sneak no, one on No you. matter how the game, it'll be ugly somehow. Mm. Whether Raiders win or Raiders lose. Um, I think they'll get the job done against the Dolphins with Felicia in, yeah. in particular. Uh, Titans. They They're going to be, be tricky, man. Titans, the Titans always step up for the yeah, Broncos. Yeah, Titans are tricky. Yeah, you're right. So, when but I mean, winning look, by heaps like last year, the Titans, and they got run down. Was that the year before? That, I think that was last year. Was that they last got year? got run down. Yeah, but they'll win them quite comfortably against the Bronx, won't they? Yeah. So, yeah. look, but four bucks is not bad. Yeah. Chuck a sneaky 10 on it. Yeah, Chuckers. do you feel the pressure though on the because like I, you broke the curse with the Liver yeah, King? I've yeah. seen you seen that. Yeah. great content by the way. <laughs> it's um, all about the content. Yeah, riffing into it. But uh, now, do you feel the pressure of this of this market? Does it? Wow. So you're the second person to mention that. <laughs> so Tom's mentioned that, and yep. I was like, don't bring that fucking energy around here, bro. <laughs> oh, all right, bro. Take that, <laughs> take that back to your fucking studio, bro. Yeah, take the curse talk. <laughs> now you fucking brought it up. Yeah, because I'm a, I'm. 
I'm, I'm an OG punter. You're like, an OG punter. Yeah, so I'm a degenerate. Okay. I'm a degenerate. So, so any suspicious activity you're yeah. going to jump on and be like, yeah, oh, like the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah, it makes me feel like <laughs> I, I push away from that. Oh, personally. no. That If I recurse the club. <laughs> no, but look, listen. If they beat the curse and recurse. You, no, but let's, let's wait hang on a sec. <laughs> if they beat the Dolphins. Yep. This bet was placed this week. So okay. get head to sports bet, guys. Make sure to gamble responsibly. Don't go crazy. Just what you can afford. Put her on your Kempi's BYO. She's paying four bucks. Chuck a tenner or 20, maybe even 50 if you're feeling, uh, feeling a bit toey. But if they beat the Dolphins and then they go on to lose against whoever, that's technically not a curse because the bet was placed this week and they got to win. Because what, what I'm scared of is people, if <laughs> yeah. they lose, like let's say they win the next two and then they lose three, they're yeah. going to blame this. But that's, that doesn't know how curses work. Yeah. Yeah. You got to yeah. You got to think of the uh, the average degenerate. They're they're always trying to find a reason to blame someone. <laughs> but I've been like, if someone, like I've, if I've been down, you know, having a little sneaky pun on something, and then I even hear a little like, sniffle at the at the worst possible time, I was like, fuck, what's he doing in here? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! So we'll find a way. Nah, I'm sure there'll be some blowback. They're actually they're. A, They'd be favourites in all those games, put it that way, right? Yeah, they should be, unless Eels go on a crazy run. But yeah. they should. So four bucks, not bad. Mm. Not bad. Uh, so jump on that or jump on whatever you want. Uh, proudly partnered with the great sports bet. They've been fantastic. They got, uh, due to sports bet, got an interview Alec Volkanovski last week. Oh, yeah, I've went, seen that. That's went, grouse. Went down to Melbourne uh, Melbourne headquarters for sports bet, which is sick. Their studio sick setup, great bunch of people. Um, and it's just cool to see the setup behind such a big company in this country. Mm. And you, like you forget, like these are all people that just punters like you and me, just trying to do their best. That's just it. trying to do their best. Um, he seems like a good fella. Volks, yeah. legend, bro. He legend. just seems so down to earth, bro. Mate, for a, well, I don't, I feel like people, I mean, most people would, but I feel like a lot of people don't appreciate the fact if you are pound for pound, the best MMA fighter <clears> in the world, you are essentially the most dangerous human being on planet Earth. I don't. Yeah, there's not enough love for him in this country right now, is there? Eh? He should be and, a fucking superstar. Until they get into the fights, there's obviously support behind him. Mm. And then I'd imagine that there's a really strong UFC yeah. core that love him. Don't get me wrong. Mm. But the average, like maybe footy fan, AFL fan, I don't think they've proper adopted him like they should be because he's been un unbelievable, man. Like pound for pound, number one in the yeah. world. Like if we had the pound for pound best boxer in the world, yeah, he would be. Like, look at big Tim Zoo is here. Yep, yep. I um, mean, look, they've promoted it right. The great No Limit. Shout out No Limit. Give her a follow. No Limit, the best in the business. No Love Limit the Boxing. Love, Love big the Georgie boys. Rose. Ex-teammate of mine. Mate. Big Georgie. Big gorgeous and George. And I played with Trent uh, at Wenny. Wenny Magpies in those uh, Jimmy Mullaney. Oh, really? Like, yeah. Okay, yep. okay. Um, so they've done his, like, they've handled his career so well. Like, everyone tries to bag, like, footy boxes. But without footy boxes, Tim Zoo, and I'm not disrespecting the Zoo name. The Zoo name is big. Yeah. But without the footy players on those cards, I don't think he would have as big of an audience as he does now. Mm. And I'm not trying yeah. to be disrespectful yeah, to yeah. Tim, Tim at all. Uh, look, and that's always – that's been said with, with regards. And everyone knows that when the, the footy good boys get put on cards. But um, I think, you know, Gal's been a great representation of Huge. how you do it the right way. Yeah. He's always looked after him. Even if um, things haven't played out the way they expected on No Limit with some of the, the, the rugby league matches, Yep. Gal's been up front with it Gave his purse to a couple of the boxes So they do it the right way I think so And like I, I'd understand If there was a world where Australian boxing There was a, a finite amount of money And it could only go to a certain amount of people mm. Then I wouldn't want young boxers To have money taken away from them But There's so many guys That look at Harry Garside yep. You know He got on a, some footy player cards yep. Now he's a bigger name yep. um, You know I, I reckon Jai Opatire 
if he came like and and he's a world champion, yes. so he's kind of gone past that himself. But uh, you know, put him on a few footy cards, yep. uh, headlining, and it just brings more eyeballs to to them. Like yep. Tim Su, now he's proven he is world class beyond a shadow of a doubt. He was absolutely amazing uh, a couple of weeks ago. But yeah, the the footy card gives it more exposure, which gives more money to boxing. Because yep. when you think about it, like okay, let's say let's say footy players didn't box at all, how many people would be following Australian boxing right now? You'd have to go the Cambosis route, which is the toughest route never. Yeah, 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 yeah. He did it. Um, he did the yeah, hard, he, hard he, way. Mate, yeah, and even Dry to a degree, right? With yeah, I've known Dry yep. a few years. He's um Benny Benny Roberts's cousin. We yep. did some stuff early on when he was a kid, and uh, I've always appreciated him from afar as well. Um, the journeys that they go on, but yeah, it's if if you can just take it for what it is, you know, if you're a, a boxing purist, you probably you know you don't like seeing footy players fight and and sh- you know. Especially when they they're a little bit higher on the card than mm. what some of these um, but I like because of the no limit guys like you're saying it's like I still I've started to enjoy the others like you know little Sammy Goodman yeah. I enjoy his fights yeah um yeah it's it's cool to see the rise of Nikita obviously with yep. with Tim as well so um I'm st- I wouldn't have known who these guys were if it wasn't for um even the Maloney boys who've done yeah. some stuff as well yep. like you know they created their own thing as well but. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't know much about boxing until I started following the No Limit stuff myself yep. personally. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's a great way for them mm. to get exposure. And I'm definitely not saying like the footy players are the reason Tim Zoo is where he's at. Like not at all. He's I'm clear, just saying clearly talented. Yeah. He's clearly yeah. world class gun fighter. He's there, regardless of what his last name is. He's worked it to get there. What I'm saying is, all it does it just brings more eyeballs to the sport. Yep, for sure. If I'm a boxer. I would want to be on a card with footy players. Yep. And a majority of, like, I've, you know, had interactions with Timmy before and, and, and a lot of the boys. Majority of them are, are pretty cool with it as yeah. well. Yeah. They, under, they understand it's for what it's worth. Yeah. They understand the, the business. And the eyeballs there. Yeah. The business side of it. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I would love, absolutely love. And look, I think Tim Zoo's easily big enough now where he could just, I mean, he did actually. He just hosted a card, headlined a card without any footy fights on it. Yep. He's been big enough for a while, I think. Um, and that's what you want. Like, I think that's great that footy can go, all right, here's a little bit of eyeballs to you. Now go and do your own thing, bro, and, and kill it. Um, yeah, so I'm not saying these players, these sorry, these fighters wouldn't have built up, like wouldn't have gone on and done great things without rugby league. I'm just saying, I think it helps. Yeah, I, well, I think it's a problem in Australian sports across the board. Mm. Like, if you look at the States, if you live in Chicago, right? I've, we've had this maybe um, chat before, Kempi. Mm. If you live, live in Chicago, you go for the Bulls, you go for the Chicago Bears, yep. you go for the White Sox, you go for... You know whatever the the hockey team is as well and you support your local boxer who comes out of that area mm. it's like in australia it's like we're either rugby your rugby league your rugby league or your boxing yeah. you're a boxing purist or that's a good point you know, like we like rugby league fans can't be fans of afl and vice versa yeah yeah but like we mix and mingle with the different athletes <clears throat> um when, you know when you play or you yeah. know you get them on a podcast now the best dudes and we all appreciate each other yep. as sportsmen it's just sometimes the fan bases don't jump on board with it which that's is so true that's so true Especially AFL NRL, there's yes. no crossover there. And rugby union, rugby yeah, union. union's tough. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it is incredible what the, the Rose Boys have done. I think they've done it smart. If you've got an audience there, why not appeal to that audience yep. and bring more people in? And people want to see rugby league players get knocked out. It's as simple as that. Mate, hundred percent. Like Horsburgh and Royce Hunt up next. Oh, what about the great Horsburgh, <laughs> Royce, uh, Royce Hunt, mate? We got a dog. That's the best. It's literally the best. That was so good. Like I feel bad for Salmon. But I think like the more people say it, yeah. the more further away it gets from him and it becomes like just a funny thing Ricky Stewart yes, said. You know yes. what I mean? I think it's that already. To you reckon? Okay. I, t- I almost like, um, it wouldn't have been ideal for Salmon, but when it first came out, I was more like, 
I'd never associated it with him. So yeah, okay. I More just, Stuart's it was, it was funny a Ricky thing. thing for yeah, me. okay, okay. And I, it was so fucking out of line that it was hilarious. <laughs> I just always seen it as funny. I never yep. seen it as like, yeah, there's like the, sto- the story behind the whole thing is not fucking funny. Yep. But like, I was like, fuck, that's ruthless. He just said that. Yeah. And then that's <laughs> hilarious that a head coach just did that on a presser. But like, the reasoning behind it's not. Um, and then the effect that it had on uh, Salmon, I think he's. Um, like I haven't had much to do with him, but I, he seems like a pretty uh, knockabout sort of dude. So yep. hopefully he took it well, and um, you know we just have a bit of fun with it in content. Oh mate, what about the like the actual word weak gutted dog? Like I've never heard. <laughs> do, you, do you reckon we had to? That's got to be pre-planned. Do you reckon that's in his vocab, like on the reg? It surely do is. Do you reckon he's just like yeah. Driving down, gets someone pulls in front of you. Fucking weak, got a dog. Like, do you reckon he says that all the time, or did he specifically have that no. ready to go for something? I reckon he says it all the time. I reckon, yeah, so surely. I. Yeah, I reckon that's in his. Vocab. It would be if I did something wrong to Ricky and he called me a weak, got a dog. It'd be an honour. Mm. It would be a fucking. I'd love honor. to be called a weak, got a dog. Are you serious? It would be the fucking best. Look, Ricky sure was my um, coach. So I was in under twenties at Roosters. Yep. And um, we rocked up to preseason training. We got to do two days. Uh, a week for pre-season at the Roosters and I rocked up with a mad ratty. I was a Western Sydney boy and I rocked up with a rat's tail. After we finished the session, we did uh, uh, a bike around Centennial Park and then he caught me just as I was leaving and he goes, if you rock up with that rat's tail on Thursday, yep. just don't worry about coming. <laughs> so I fucking went home and cut the rat's tail off. But he, if he'd said, you cut that fucking rat's tail off, <laughs> we you weak gutted dog. <laughs> I would have like wore that with honour. Yep. I probably would have rocked up with the rat <laughs> and seen what he'd done. <laughs> oh, how good's that? Wayne Bennett made um, Darius Boyd cut it at training. At training, At yeah. training. He yep. was like, mate, you fucking cut. He, he, Wayne Bennett told me, so I dyed my hair black. I don't know why. Like, right, what the fuck? Dyed it black. <laughs> dyed it black. Yeah. It's like my hair's already dark yeah, brown. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck's wrong with you? Anyway, I dyed it black. I rocked up to training. And at the end of training, Wayne pulled me aside and he's like, same thing to you. If you rock up with your hair like that, fucking tomorrow, go on to kiss. I was like, shit, how do I get rid of this? I had to cut it real short. Um, I think Sam thought I had to cut a pink ratty that he had. He had like a pink side little ratty there. He had to Even cut that. Sammy. Even Sammy o- Tido. The OG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Wayne's real, like yeah. I think he's, he's lightened up a little bit. You'd have to, you've got to adapt. Right? Um, but you, when you look at it, like most of his players in his side are short back and sides. Mm. Short back, like I'm trying to think about anyone that has a mullet at the club now. I don't think they do. I don't think they do. They're playing. And they're fashionable too. Yeah. Ruben Cotter, Grouse. Yep. So, but like starting 13, it's very fucking short back mm. and sides. Mm. Very missionary. Do you think? Do you think that comes into his uh, recruitment process too? Like, you know, Ruben Cotter becomes available. He's a dog. He is but a dog. He's got a mullet. He's not for me. <laughs> shave your hair. Put it in the contract. Ryan, pa- Ryan Pappenhausen down in Melbourne Storm. He oh. becomes available, but I know he's a great number one, but I can't have him. Can't Mullet have him. Man. He, well, the, he cut his now recently, perhaps. Or has he still got it? He'll I have think some he still have it, on. surely, because yeah. he's put so much work into that yeah. beautiful mane. Big Tino. Oh, good. Actually, Wayne did say something about Big Tino, I, yep. but I think it was because it was like a one-off, as in you know, in the Origin camp. Yep. He kind of just let it slide. Yeah. But he did. I, I it would think, have annoyed him though. Yeah, he did say it. said he like did. he didn't like it. I'm pretty sure. Have you watched that documentary on Stan? No, not yet. No, it's, it's really good. The, the Redcliffe one, the yeah, Dolphins one? it's really good. It's it actually is Is such it done good, now too? So uh, an, uh, an episode every week. I actually haven't seen the third one. I've seen the first two. They're okay. about an hour long. Yeah. It's so good to see, you know, we already kind of knew this as players, but to just genuinely see, see how they recruit, what's the process behind everything. Yeah. I mean, I think it would help like a lot of young players too, if to watch it. 
because I wish I knew this kind of stuff when I was young because then yep. I would t- wouldn't take things as personally all the time yep. and I'd probably be more patient and also understand what they're looking for. Whereas yep. like when I was young, I didn't know anything. Like, so proper insight around the boardroom and everything. Mate, like, they, like they literally- Sitting down discussing players. Yeah, yeah, they, they, oh, literally, they literally sit there on the whiteboard and they, they show you every single player they were going to go after. Yep. They speak about trying to get Junior Polo there. Oh, yeah. They speak about um, Kale and Ponga, whether they think he's a six or not. That like you can fully see the board and who they're going after, and awesome. it's really interesting. Like, yep. really interesting. And there's some there's some people on the board, like Taruva had a meeting with them, yep. and they thought they were going to get Taruva, and yep. then he, he re-signed with the. So like it's super interesting, bro. It's such it's really well done. Oh, and the quality of the shots, like it's 4K, it looks yep. mad. I've seen some of the micro for it looks sick, Mate, like visually, yeah. So good. Um, to fight a. Uh, Balance Tafade, yeah. they, you know, they talk about Bit him. Of a character. Mate, he's funny as, but also just his journey. Like, he's still a groundsman at, re- I'm not sure about now because he's rep full time, but last year in the Docker, he's a groundsman at the thingo yeah. that does all the fucking painting on the ground and that. Yeah, because he's playing Queensland Cup yeah. as well. Yeah. I know some boys have done that over the years where yep. they've got some uh, gigs around the footy club. I was uh, pouring beers at a, like, uh, at a bar near no no i was pouring beers at the broncos Leeds club for a bit and yeah. working in the pokey room why playing yeah like in the full-time squad yeah oh yeah because i was on so unders they told me there's no room in the salary cap yeah and um and like i you know i was supposed to get an upgrade and i was so i was waiting on this upgrade that yeah. never came yeah and so i had all these bills to pay and the upgrade never came as yeah. it always does yeah. um and so i needed cash yeah. for, the, for the mortgage so i was yeah, there just fucking pouring beers and Working in the uh, poker now, bro. hundred percent, full, oh, circle. full, full circle, circle, baby. <laughs> Your crew is so important in, when you're working. Like I've been in crews where, like, you can talk shit. The boys, same music's pumping, like everything. Then some crews where you're with like the older guys and that, oh. and you're like, it's the pits. Yeah. You're rocking into work, going, this sucks, man. Yeah, you got a mad crew that it's almost like your mates hanging out. Yeah, it's mad, like yeah, actually mad. That's the thing you miss with footy, right? Too, like when yeah. you finish yeah. playing footy. Yeah, the game's mad and all that. It's the locker room. It's yeah. been around the boys all the time. And I can know. And just the watching the uh, – have you seen All The Way doco with Penrith? No, I haven't seen that one So either. it's on nine now. It's, I need to catch up on my docos. Yeah, you got to get in your docos, yeah. bro. I watch it – I watch it because, I, yeah, I want to, but also it's like I need to to be a, yep. around everything in the game. Yep. Um, and you get really good insights in those docos, like little bits that you don't see in normal media because it's like obviously a better insight. But um, – they're quite the, private too, Penrith. Eh? Yeah, yeah. It you was don't really such get a good too much docker. From them. No, you, they, I love what they're doing mm. out there. I'm such a fan of what they're doing. Mm. Oh man, I forgot what I was going to say now. Penny Panthers out the docker. Oh, anyway, um, it's a great docker. Got to yep. watch it all the way. It's 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 basically the second year where they're going for the repeat. Yep. Actually, this is a bit that I, I spoke about on the DMP potty, but w- really interesting, and I want to get your thoughts on it. Uh, Ivan Cleary, when he's giving his grand final jersey to Appy, the last jersey, breaks down in tears, bro. Ivan does. Cries. Yeah. That's like unheard of for a coach. Yeah. I've never seen a coach cry. Yeah, no, I, I have. I've seen a coach cry, but I understand from all the from the ex teammates that I've had mm. that have dealt with Appy, um, he's he's that guy. Yeah. Like he's a he's a leader of men. Um, I feel sorry for him now. The Tigers it's it's been a bit rough the first three weeks, but yep. I haven't heard a guy that's either played with Appy or had something minor, mm. even interactions with him as a, as a, a competitor. Person. Yeah, yeah. Um, no one ever says a bad word about him. And um, I actually played golf with Benji the other, the other week and he was talking about the leadership that he showed straight away. Oh, he's, really? a, he's a no-brainer. Yeah, well, yeah. Rolling straight into, um, into captaincy for him. So I hope it turns around for him. He, he's, he's, he's busting his gut out there oh, for the Tigers mate. and they just got to figure him out a little bit. Just got to work but, with him. 
back to your point. Um, it's pretty impressive from a coach to is, be in tears. To show, is, like, yeah. I think that shows you why the Panthers are so successful. Yeah. Like the coach cares that much that he's in front of all the boys and he breaks down in tears because he cares. Like he's, he's sad that he's leaving. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's cool. I, th- I think it just shows you how much Ivan cares about his players because yep. I've never seen a coach um, get teary before. Ever. They do a great job at all that, um, like jersey presentations and stuff like that. I've watched their mm. their um, content, and uh, it's like I think they were from from memory they were one of the first clubs to show all that sort of stuff. Hundred games, um, Viliami kick, kick our plays a hundred games. They mm. flew his family over, yep. all his family come over and stuff like that. I've even seen like um, I remember last year, um, you know, Sonny Luke and Kurt Falls made their debut. Yep, and um, you know the partner comes in and hands all that stuff out, and there's like everyone's crying in there. And what do you, you watch it and you're just like, fuck, this is heavy. Do you reckon Sir Scopius, how would he handle, I'll call him Moosh from now on. Yeah. How do you reckon he'd handle Moosh coming in, saying something nice about him before a jersey oh, presentation? Yeah, that would get me. That'd Especially get you. Especially now because I'm a dad. And she brought in she brings the baby in Lenny. One. She brings in Lenny, it's game over. Game over? Yeah, as soon as I've seen Lenny. And then you see it in as well. Like, yeah. as soon as you see your bub, that's it. Dunskies? Yeah. Grown man cry kind of stuff. Big time. Easy. Oh, wow. And proudly. Is Lenny short for Lennon? Lennon? Lennon, yeah. How'd you come up with that name? Um, she, she, Kai had a list of about 150. So yep. that's a real name, Kai. So wow. Moosh, the Moosh. Um, <laughs> she, had a, she had about 150 names. Yep. I brought it down to 10. Yep. And then... Um, Did you cut them like a footy squad? Be like, Look, pretty you, much. You're like good? I, she, she read me the 150 all-in-one go. It took about... 150 oh, all-in-one go. Yeah, but I was like... So there's some that she loved too, by the way. She's going to hate me talking about this. But I was like Alaska and Aspen and shit. And I went, nah, nah. And she goes, I don't want Alaska. Alaska. And I was like, oh, all right. Like, I would have liked a little bit of meaning in, in the names, yep. Yep. but I got my meaning in the middle name. So that's where I, that's where we found our middle uh, name. Okay, okay. You're a compromising dog. Yeah, I'm a guy compromising. You're a dog, but you're compromising. Yeah, I'm a dog and, and, and I want some meaning, and, but I found it in the middle name, which is, which is sweet for me. And, uh, and we went through the names and... She, we got it down to about 10 or 15, but I was like, no, no, no. And she's like, I like this one. I said, all right, leaving it, maybe. Yep. And then we just like, we that's how we uh, filtered it out. And then um, <clears throat> Lennon always just stuck with me for, for some reason. And then yep. she she won me over with Lenny too. Lenny, yeah. I really like, I love Lenny. Yeah. I call her Lenny all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she, straight away, she's like, well, like I like Lennon, but like we'll probably call her Lenny. And mm. I was like, oh yeah, it's like, out of, the, out of the list that we come down to 10, I really like that. Um, and then I was sort of trying to find for, so for me, I, I like more traditional names. Mm. So I was like the Elizabeths and all that sort of really? stuff. Really? See, like, I'm, I like different names. Yeah. So yeah. she's that. That's what she was okay. like. Obviously, Alaska and Aspen and yep. stuff. Yep. Yep. So I went. I was going the more traditional route. Um, and then yeah. So we we got we got Lennon. And then um, I wanted like a, a Maldi name because mm. I got Maldi heritage. Yep. And then we I were looking through some some Maldi words just going through, and I got Kaya. So Kaya's. My partner's name's Kaya, yep. but the spelling's different. Yeah, and it means the ocean. Oh wow! And we're like, you know, we're That's right near mad. the water and the yep. ocean and all that sort of stuff. And yep. uh, yeah, I just love that. So I got Kaya, and yep. even though she was stoked too because it's yep. her, name, her name, but it's yep. spelled different. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's a. So we got Lennon Kaya. Man, what was it like, first kid? What's oh. going on in your head there? Oh, so. But it just changes your perspective on yeah, everything. Yeah. Like life changes. Like you sort of get you smaller, like really small. Yeah. Um. You got like I've got. You know, I'm friendly to a lot of people. Yeah. And and you got you, that's the way you like I want to be. But yeah. who, who I want to hang out with is just like purely my family. Yeah. Um. And then obviously my brothers and that and their mm. family we hang out with them a lot. Um. And 
like majority of the time it's just her like her like so if i'm not doing anything i'm racing back to sarah sarah all the time yeah i never understood it as a player too it's it's something you can't explain until you go through it yeah i remember when i used to play and um like guys that were two or three years younger than me like you know daly and, and kieran foreign and jimmy Bura, and they yeah. had kids really early yeah and i'd just be like would get a coffee and they go oh, i just got to shoot home to the family's like you want to hang out with the boys? <laughs> I, was like, I, used yeah. to, I used to find it weird. I was like, yeah. come on, man, you get a coffee with the boys. Oh, isn't that? Fozzie was like, Kieran was not, uh, not. it's not bad or good. He was, he loved, he just loved getting home to his kids. He loved yeah. seeing his kids. So yeah. um, it's appreciation and understanding that I found yeah. only just recently. I'm like, oh, that's what they always want. Because I can imagine like, you know, you get home and they're smiling to see you. They got this yeah. unconditional love for you that no yeah. one else in the world has. Yeah. And like, it's just this, it's, it's this constant, like you're dealing with this little human that you are their world, like you're everything to them. We're just going through, she's just started laughing. She's full on proper laughing now. That's yeah. the milestone. No way. Yeah, so that shit's cool. So I know how to make her laugh now. Yeah, so all wow. week. So it's just like like the blow on the stomach. Yeah, and, yeah. And like peekaboo and all that Has sort of stuff. Has she already got you under her thumb? Oh yeah. Daddy's girl? Done. Dunsky's? Done. And Damn. like, it's it's so obviously Kai does all the heavy lifting. I'm still doing content and getting out and working. Yeah, and uh, and you know I'm I'm out and about, but she's full on like a daddy's girl. So as soon as I get home, she might be restless for a little bit with Kai, and um, yeah, she's struggling to get her to bed. And then I'll roll in. Oh. she'll just go like lie straight in my um, in my arms, and, and, boom, then, and then me and her just like. Go oh to bed man, straight that's away. The best. And then Kai is like, even though Kai is happy that she's like asleep, yeah, she'll be like frustrated that. It happened so easy. Yeah, for me. yeah, yeah. Oh man. So yeah, it's cool. It's mate. mate. How good? How good? Um, now, okay. Uh, so we got, and this is obviously brought to you by Sportsbet, guys. If you're gonna have a pun, you do it. Number one, the Sportsbet. You go to the app. The app's got absolutely everything you need. They've also got share a bet. So if you want to punt with your mate, you just press one button. Boom! It'll copy their bet. Make sure to gamble responsibly, guys. As I always say, only punt what you can afford. Just a little bit of fun. Don't go crazy. You win some, but you lose more. Uh, but let's get into it. Melbourne Storm versus Tigers. Storm paying dollar thirty one. Tigers paying three fifty. What do you reckon there? Scope. De- both teams desperate. Eh, can be desperate. Like, I've gone against the Storm the last couple of weeks and, and got them and come up trumps. I had the Titans last week, no and way. I had the Dogs the week before. Um, I feel like they'll get the job done against the Surely. Tigers. Surely, so they've got the money man's back. Uh, I, st- I still really think just because of all the the losses they had in the off season, really missing Nas, big Nas oh, through massive, the middle, massive. Um, and the Tigers will be desperate. It'll be tricky for the Storm. I think this is going to be closer than what a lot of people think. But take the Storm, mate. If Tigers win, heads will roll at the Storm. <sighs> like it'll be one of the worst runs I've ever had. It'll in be, regards to like who they've lost to. It'll, 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 look, we've always seen Bellamy the winner. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've seen him fire up and he's been losing at halftime and going crazy and yeah. he's blown up after, you know, in press conferences after a, after a loss. But generally, they were against good teams. Yeah. Lost against, if they lose the Bulldogs, Titans and Tigers respectfully to those teams, yeah. you're right. Fuck that. Fuck being in that uh, locker room after. Mate. Oh, I, see, I reckon, like, that could have, like, pretty big ramifications in... I think with the Storm, they're so ruthless that they would be willing to go, yous aren't what the Storm are about. We are cleaning everything. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, mm. not everyone, but I reckon you could... Let's say they go on a losing streak and they, they go for the first 12 games and they win four and the rest of it, they lose it. Yeah. I genuinely think they'd go, yous aren't what the Storm are about. That's not their standards. Yeah. And so they'd go, we'll, we'll fucking... We'll bring new people. Because he said... They lost, I think, their second game last year. Mm. 
and it was against a gun team as well. And Bellamy literally said, "If these blokes don't start, don't start turning up, I'll find blokes who will." Yeah. Like, Holy heck! Was that against Para last year? Um, yeah, I think so. And he literally was like, yeah. "I will find new people that will play yeah. properly for the storm." I think they're really lacking in the forward pack, the leadership Massive. that like it shows what the Dolphins are doing, right? Hundred percent. All those leaders are up there, and 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 they're struggling through the middle. Is I love all the boys in, um, and they've got so much talent in the backs, but. They're just missing, missing a bit of leadership in the middle. And, and well, you know, Welshie's in there and, and Harry Grant and, and whatnot, but um, Welshie's just coming off, of, you know, missing a Massive complete injury. season with, yeah. the, with the Achilles, I believe it was. Yeah, Achilles, yeah. Um, for him and, and Harry's still getting used to, you know, everyone always questioned Cheese about mm. playing uh, 80 minutes and that. The, the Roosters as well but we had to see Harry play consistent 80 minute footy as well I don't like him playing so 80 that's, minutes that's still a thing that he's got to yeah. get his get his. Um, I think he's capable of it. I think he can pull it off is it the best version of Harry maybe not mm. he's um, too explosive like, I want him yeah. out there just ripping in but maybe 60 minutes 65 minutes yeah just going hard like the, you know Cam Smith's a one in a million you're never going to find another kid like no. we all I think everyone gets measured to the you know the Cam Smith mold, like yeah. oh, if you if you want to be an elite hooker, you've got to be eighty minutes. But there's very 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 few hookers that can keep the standard that he keeps for eighty minutes every single week, week in week out. Yeah, and even at the back end when all these new rules were coming in, he still at that point had cheese, right? Yeah. So he had like he had a break if need be. Yeah. He didn't really he rarely took it. Yeah. <laughs> but he you know it was there if he needed it. He could just be like cheese, jump in for a sec. Yeah. I'll just jog for this set. Yeah. And then he could jump in, jump. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I'm going Storm, but yeah, so Tigers paying 350. So if there's any risky people that like to dabble in the dark arts, mm. bit of risky pun on a 350, not bad 350. Uh, now we've got Dolphins paying 350, Broncos dollar 31. Even though I think Broncos win, I don't mind the 350 for the Dolphins ambush. Yeah, yeah, I would have liked it more if Felice was playing. Mm, mm. Um, but the Broncos are looking good, Campy. They're looking hot. Fuck, they're looking hot. But. First 70 minutes, Dragons were right in it last week. Yeah, they were. And then I, I reckon that's more of a credit to the Dragons mm. than less than – like, I don't I don't see that as a um, a negative towards the Broncos. I, mm. I thought the Dragons really hung in there yep. strongly. They just felt they – you know, they got Payne Hust in the last 10 minutes, oh basically. They got Hust. Payne Hust. Payne Hust. Hust, Hust, in, the Hust. in the last <laughs> 10 minutes. That's what happened. And But they, ooh, I thought it was a strong showing from the Dragons. Yep. So, again, I think, you know, that last 15 minutes, the break away, mm. was impressive by the Broncos. So, they could be in for something special this year. I think they get the job done against the Dolphins in a real um, bang fest, nice and early. Too. Yeah. They're going to be getting after each other these two Oh, teams. it's going to be so good. Can you imagine, like, because it's such a young like uh, exuberant kind of foot Bronco side, if they go on a run, they'll be so loved. At mm. least at least before they get to the tall poppy syndrome. Because like, if they go on a run and do really well this year, next year it'll be tall poppy. Yep. It's, it's like the Penrith Panthers boys pretty yep. much. Yep. Yep. Everyone loved everyone them loved first them. year. Yeah, you're right. Then they were the big dogs and then everyone didn't like them because yep. they're the big dogs now. Um, whereas we're the underdogs, underdogs at the moment. coming through. Yeah, um, yeah, you're but right. But yeah, Broncos. Okay, now uh, Gold Coast Cowboys versus the Titans at Cowboys home. Cowboys playing $1.45. 275 for the Titans. This is my roughie. This is your roughie? Yeah. I've, okay. I've, I've, uh, I've been, I think I've been on the Titans every round. So even when they lost to the Dragons, I was on them then too. Um, I like the Titans. A little bit of stability with the old boy Fozzie up there. Yep. Um, they've got so much flair and uh, I think they've really reined it in so far. We're only three games in, but they've done a good job of just <coughs> Brimo's popping up everywhere. And, so and good, there's Brimo. so much energy in the team. Yeah. Whenever I watch that, it's like, felt like they had that, in spurts of 10 minutes mm. in previous especially in particular last year but they're 
you know, 30 minute stints and, you know, they still have, you know, 10 minutes off against the Storm. Storm go bang, bang. Yep. But they got it back together and they found that momentum. So um, I think with a couple of the outs that the Cowboys got right now, I'm going to take the Titans. Okay, okay. Uh, now here is, this is, I think, the bet of the week. South Sydney Rabbitohs versus Manly. Manly paying 235. I think you get on that. I, I'm on Manly. And bias aside, I just think Manly are the better team this year right now. Right now. And right now. with South Sydney's outs as well. Yes. That's like, what I'm talking about with right now. Yeah. The middles that are out for um, two thirty-five. Like, I actually think South uh, Manly should be favourites. Honestly, so do I. Well, I think it's at least a coin flip. Yeah, um, game for sure. Um, but yeah, personally, if I was putting the market out, I would I would have been putting Manly slight favourites as well. So there's a bit of jam for you. There's a little bit of jam there, <laughs> and uh, and I can't wait to see the two big dogs go head to head. Turbo versus Trail. So good, bro. That's going to be so good Fuck, to watch. So good. They're they're such freaks, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, they don't really have the rivalry that I'd like because you, they're so nice. right now, I think because they've sort of missed each other in these yeah, little windows true, as well, true, you know, true. right? Like Tommy's we, been injured a little bit. They haven't, haven't played each other in five years or something. Is that, or, well, there you go. Yeah. In five years, they haven't played I'm each other? Sure. Yeah, I'm pretty so sure. They oh, that's crazy. So they haven't played what with Latrell in a South Jersey together. The last yeah. game was in 2018. There you go. And never I just thought, was thinking that as we were talking. I didn't yeah. know that was the case, but it felt like that. Mm. It felt like I haven't had like a Trell versus Tommy moment. Anytime I think about Trell and Tommy is when they're playing together for New South Wales, yeah, like, yeah. you know? So I can't wait to see them go head to head. Could you imagine if like Tommy turns into like a full bad boy and starts like spraying <laughs> Trell first? Because like we all expect <laughs> Trell to have a dig at him first. Yeah. Could you imagine if like Tommy starts like shirting Latrell first and yeah. like niggling him in that? That would be so funny, bro. Tommy's got that. Tommy's got a little bit of undercover dirt. Oh, him. really? Yeah, bro. Tommy's, Tommy's got a little bit. Okay. Like I've, I've, I know a little bit. Played his last couple. Like when I before I had left, Tommy was coming through. We played his first season was my last season, mm. and I know he's got some undercover. Okay. But he won't do it like openly. Like it's not like he might just walk by and just give him a little little, little wink. Yeah, a little wink or a little tap. Or, yeah, okay. You know, like so watch for the undercover dog. He's got subtle dog. Uh, okay, I like that. Yeah. Which will only, will open the big dog. Troll oh, will get yeah, angry. Yeah, He'll get up yeah. about that. Yeah, troll. Okay. Um, Warriors versus Doggies. Warriors paying dollar eighty. Doggies paying two. Who you got here? I'm pumped for the Warriors. I reckon I the competition is a, is a better competition when the Warriors 100%. are playing well. 100%. And some of the dogs, though, They'll be disappointed the way the Tigers come back, but uh, I'm, I'm going to take the dogs in a close one just because of me uh, Levels Network partner, Big OG, Triple oh, OG, Big OG, okay. Well, I, at the start of the week, bro, uh, I went dogs. Yeah. But the more I think about it, the more I like the wires. Oh, yeah. oh, I don't know. It's something, like, I don't think it's getting enough appreciation. Not only, like, so so Seraldo goes to dogs, but he gets these massive recruits, like yeah. huge recruits in Reed Marnie, kick out, all that. Uh Andrew Webster from the Panthers goes to the Warriors and gets, you know, I wouldn't say they're fringies that are recruited, but yep. they're not big superstars by any stretch. These solid first graders. Just solid first graders. Yep. Cleans out the roster from ball. I think it's like 10 people moved on. And look at the start of the season. Yeah. I like those recruits in the sense like good, solid first graders mm. that know how to play the game. I didn't expect them to be two and three though. Like, no. don't get me wrong. And when they I, could have beaten the Roosters. Yes. Yes, they could have. Yep. Yeah. The game was there to be had. Um, yeah. I just thought that they will just, uh, they'll be a team that will be like gritty, a little bit, you know, like the Raiders are in a way, you know, mm. Raiders just got like really solid first graders. Yep. They've got the, a dog in Jack White and who's their leader, yep. but they just got really solid players across the line. And what that does is it 
teachers, you know, it helps instill young guys and, and, and show them the way. So they've done a good job. Oh, Webster's really good been job. unreal. Yeah, because like when they recruited last year, I, was, I wasn't offered at all, but I was like, I don't see improvement here. Mm. Like I see the players are getting replaced by uh, like solid first graders are getting replaced by other solid first graders. But since seeing him in the trials and, and the coaching that they've received and the way they've all bought in, Tohu Harris is obviously back to his best. Yeah. You know, I'm loving it. You know, the, you know, one of the more underrated signings, the one I like the most is Tomato Martin. Because oh, so good. In particular for Shawnee Johnson. Like, Shawnee's, yeah. you know, expected to be the leader. And, you know, he had a few young guys in, uh, you know, Ronald Volkman played a little yeah. bit last year and Dijon Arcee and mm. uh, a couple of these players that played for him. And when you've got a guy like Tomato Martin, he doesn't have to worry about that anymore. Yeah, He gets sure. to play his role rather than helping a young kid or helping mm. these young kids grow into the game. So I think it's brought out the best in Shawnee, having yep. Tomato there. Agreed. Uh, Newcastle Knights, Raiders. Newey Knights paying two seventy five. Raiders dollar forty five. This one's, I reckon, a bit tricky. Well, yeah. um, everything says Raiders because of the form and the outs that Newcastle have. Mm. But it's just Newcastle with McDonald's. And I know that it's a, it's a it's a tough one to pick. Yeah, you'd think Raiders. You'd think Raiders for sure, but you think just don't Raiders. know what the Knights yeah, these days. You don't know. You mate, don't know. Yeah, like Raiders right. could go thirteen plus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that wouldn't surprise. You're right, but the Knights might turn Either up. Either team thirteen plus wouldn't surprise. Yeah, because like the Knights might turn up and play like we all hope they would. Yeah, like last week, you know, I know they were missing troops, but I still think they got a decent roster even without those superstars. Like mm. as in they've got a. Uh, a roster that can battle and like stay in games kind of thing so who yep. knows I'm going to go the Raiders but at home you know they got beaten last week at home maybe O'Brien is drumming into them boys this is our fortress this is where we can win but I think the Raiders get the it's job it's a desperation done. game if they don't win oh mate because then they'll be what 0-3 oh no they beat the Tigers no they beat the Tigers yeah, yeah. Um, okay now Dragons versus Sharks Dragons are 260 mm. Sharks are fifty. obviously Hines is back but they've been scratchy the Sharkies mm, yeah. real scratchy yeah Interesting to see. Um, I'm pumped, you know, got a relationship with Moise here out on yep. his job, but Brett, Braden Trindle was arguably the best player for the Sharks yeah, in the first few weeks. Yeah, he was gun, gun. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that combo, what sort yep. of form Nico's in. It's sort of like the Dragons, eh? 260. Yeah, because like, like I said, like I was talking about before, I, I like the value for that. I think yeah. game be, I feel like these games will always be close. When these two teams... You know, there have been blowout seasons in the past, but I think these two would keep it Look, close. Look, for my pick, go on Sharkies. Yep. For a bit of value, I'd go. If I'm going to chuck a sneaky 13 plus 10 buck bet that's, yep. you know, paying quite well, yep. I'd go Dragons. Just because, like, Benny Hunt can pull something out. Yep. They were dominating the Broncos for at least 60 minutes of the game. Yep. But my, my pick is Sharkies, but a bit little, of value there. Little Jaden Sullivan and Tyrell Stone have been good for him, haven't Sullivan's they? Sullivan's been great. Yeah. Sloan's yep. got his confidence back. Yep. Their forward pack looks... Looks like it's coming together quite well. Some young guys like Young Molo, I think, has been... Francis Molo's been yep, going Frankie, well. Yep. Um, so, I, I, look, I still don't think the Dragons are going to make the eight, but they're much better than I thought they were going to be. Agreed. Much better. Agreed. Um, okay, now. Weird stories. So, basically... <clears throat> um, two men escaped jail and got found at an IHOP four hours later. Two men aged 30, 37 to 43 exploited a weakness in the jail's construction design and used tools from a toothbrush and a metal object to put a hole in the wall. Authorities asked for the public for help and patrons at IHOP called the police. They were in jail for fraud and probation violation. Uh, and the question is, where would you go if you escaped from jail? Getting out of jail, what are you doing? Have you seen Shawshank Redemption? 
I have, but I can barely remember yeah, it. Yeah, so it's one of the OGs. It's um, one of the goat movies. Yeah, it's one of the, it's one of the greatest of all time. It was in a, a really tough year, so I don't think it even won the award. But I remember uh, they sort of got out, they escaped, and they um, and they went and jumped. They went and jumped, went to the beach and went and jumped on a boat and just got away. Yeah, just got out. I think they went out to the ocean, got a little fishing boat. Yep, get away, mate. I am seriously like. I'm not going to see anyone. Yeah. I'm just getting out of yeah. there. Yeah, I don't want to go back in. Yeah. So if I want to get as far away as possible, and that's if that's in the middle of the ocean, and you know that's where I end up. If that's where I finish up, then so <laughs> be it. That's it. That's <laughs> it. Oh, okay. Uh, Newcastle United fan left red faced after premature tattoo. So Newcastle United fan Chris Cook was so convinced his club was going to win a first domestic trophy in 70 years or nearly 70 years, he had it tattooed on his leg. He had the popular club chant. Tell me ma, oh, tell me ma, me ma, tell me ma, me ma, with NUFC Cup winners, 26 of the second, 23rd, tattooed onto his leg. Newcastle then lost 2-0 to Man United. <laughs> he said, I asked the lass who does my tattoos, can you put Cup winners on my leg? He told the BBC. I think she was thinking it was a bad idea at the same time, but I got it done. I think my mum is still a bit livid. My grandma, she went ballistic. Apart from that, all my pals think it's funny. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why people do this. <laughs> why do they do it? Why do you want to... It's like, what is in it to say, yeah, I'm the first? Nothing. It happens all the time. There's shitty like NRL ones and NBA <laughs> champs and all this sort of stuff, NFLs. Like, it makes for a good story with the boys, though. It does. It's funny. It's, <laughs> it's content for us right now. Anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. The boys will live off that. Yeah. For, they'll eat off that for decades yeah. to come. Yeah. Um, now, with pub debates, best breed of dog. Best breed of dog? Yeah. Um, ooh, this is tough for me. So, my missus is going to want to say our bulldog. I've, I hated him at first. Slobbery little muck little thing that yeah. i love him to death now yeah um so bulldogs are cool i grew up with two roddies when i was younger yeah and they were like so loyal and i, I loved him to death so rottweiler for me yeah okay well i would just say what my favorite dog has been it's well oh, it's my my one that i grew up with was a kelpie yep real smart really loyal really cute and then i've had a few dogs uh, with different breeds so I'll just say Kelp because he's my grown-up dog kind of thing. Yeah. But I had a Pekingese dog, yeah. half Pekingese, half Maltese. Yeah. His name was Beanie. <laughs> <laughs> and he was a fucking little legend, he's bro. The best. He was They're a the best. legend, bro. Speaking of like, you talking about family before you bub coming home. Dogs, they, they treat the you better than any, 100%. any life form. Mate, and I, honestly, if I... If I was rich enough to actually like just own whatever property I lived in, yeah, I'd have a dog every day of the just, week. Yeah, but that's the shit thing about Sydney is, is like most places don't take dogs. Yeah, so I don't want really to be restricted of to where I can move because of a dog. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and you want to make sure that they've got that freedom. Hundred percent. Whereas like it's fucking three grand a week to get a one bedroom with a backyard in Sydney. Yeah, so crazy, bro. I cannot believe it. The rent in Sydney is embarrassingly bad. Yeah, it's bad. It is then. so inflated. It's ridiculous. The price that we pay for our two bed units. It crazy. is ridiculous. Crazy. And just all inflated by off-seas investment. Like it's just oh, it makes me mad thinking about it. Um, Okay, is it better to be 7 out of 10 good at everything you play your mates in, i.g. pool, darts, backyard cricket, or be absolutely gun amongst your friend as one thing, but absolutely shit at the rest? Ooh. See, I think I'm that 7 out of 10 guy. Like, I've got a good base at a lot of things. Yep. But then so you're in the middle I, of the pack. I, yeah, would I rather be the a dog? Like I, I'm going big dog at one thing, 100%. Yeah. 100%. So, so, like, table tennis, pool, yeah. So yeah, like I'd rather be bum at everything, but yeah, you play yeah. me in table tennis and I'm hitting you around the court. 
table. No, actually, I want to be competitive at most things. Really? Yeah, I'm going to stick with the okay. way it is now. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, I play basketball a little bit. Yeah. I play, um, I even played rugby league a little bit. Yep. <laughs> a little bit. Oh, just enough to get by and play NRL. I like, I was never grouchy, you know what I mean? Cheeky hundred games. I was basically a six out of ten NRL player as well, so I'll stay to that. Okay. See, I was more of a, a burn bright guy yeah. and then crash and burn guy. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll go for the one team, yeah. one team sport. Um, is summer or winter better? Gotta be I'm, summer. I'm not. A, I'm not a massive fan of the sun. Really? Yeah, not a massive fan. So I'm a summer guy through. I love summer. When I go outside and it's a clear, sunny day, yeah. my day's good. I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. It does. I'm just thinking about the good times that I had over in Europe when I lived in France and um, the UK, and when we had the the white Christmas and stuff. Um, that was cool. And then uh, we had these nice, beautiful mountains in the back of France that <clears> went, <throat> went all lit up with snow. Yeah. Just a beautiful part of the world to live, mm. but. Uh, yeah, probably sun because you get out with the boys, fucking drink a few blokes. Yeah, I will say rolling through Paris in your trench coat in the cold—it's a vibe. There's something about it's it. It's a vibe, eh? Yeah, there's something that just something romantic about it. Yeah. Whereas if you're rolling around like boardies and thongs, yeah, you you don't feel as romantic. There's no romance there. Yeah, yeah. Whereas you're rolling around with your trench coat, your wife's there, you're in paddy. Yeah, you know, there's a vibe. Chuck the budgies on. There's a bit of a vibe. Yeah, fair call, fair call. <laughs> budgies in paddy, you reckon? Paddy. Yeah, <laughs> oh my god. Um, that is us done and dusted. Make sure to give Levels Network a follow on Instagram. Also at the scope. At the scope. At yep. the scope on Still Instagram. Scope. Yep. And subscribe to Levels Network YouTube and also their podcast, Yourself and Willie Mason. It is on every single uh, podcasting app. So make sure to subscribe, guys. Thanks for coming on, brother. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me, brother. Boom. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.